You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Did you have an issue with this time clock management today? I, I kind of made some notes at the end of the uh, second quarter, you know, about how, how they had 40 seconds left in the quarter. They burned a timeout to prevent a delay a game. You know, the final timeout, they took it 17 seconds left in the quarter. You know, I did. I, I felt like the, the time management wasn't there. There was no strategy behind how to handle the time at the end of the half. Did you feel that or no? Um, I, I mean, that's been an ongoing issue for Cliff all right. year. So it's kind of like, ultimately, I've, I've heard a lot of people complain about a couple of things. One, time management. Two, the referees. You had the the Trayvon Mullen where where he caused the fumble and and then under the pile, he had it. They called it the Cardinals' way. They said it was Cardinals' possession. Yeah, and then they did a review, and I've never seen this like in a pile. Somehow they determined that the Chargers had got it and Trayvon had stolen it from them. Like I've never seen something like that get overturned. But so I understand. But you know where that came from, though, was that game where they had the replacement referees up there in Seattle. And where the one guy called the called the touchdown, and the other guy said a you know incomplete or a, I don't know, I don't know what he was calling, but I mean during the replacement referees, that's where they ultimately landed on the rule where Ty goes to the runner, right? And that's what they ultimately decided on with that play, right? Yeah, but I I've yet to see a fumble like that. If you call yeah. it to one guy, like at at this point i mean anytime there's a pile you should call it then because i, I like you should call a challenge yeah no, i agree normally it's whoever it, has it when they un- yeah it's, it's whoever it comes out of the pile typically gets it so that yeah. was a crazy call then the zaven collins interception where it, it didn't look like there was a clear like they called it an interception so by rule there has to be clear and obvious footage to overturn it I don't know how there was clear and obvious footage on either of those calls. So I get fans being upset about that, but at the end of the day, it was your game to lose. Like you had it. So I I look at us as like, we can get pissed about those things, but at the end of the day, at this point, again, what are you playing for? So take the L's. I I mean, (laughs) as a big fan, I got, I don't want to see them win. Like I, I I get people like may get mad at that. They may say like, why do you want their team to lose? Well, hello. The only way to get better is by getting better talent. So at this point, like it's not the end of the world that we lost. This is just typical Cardinal football and finding another way to lose. Yeah. I mean, that I mean, just is. That's what you want is better talent, but you also got to have the decisions up, up top. Right. And well, guess, guess what? If they start winning these games, you ain't firing the coaches. <laughs> so at the end of the day, if you want change both on the field and on the sidelines, or up in the GM box or owner's box, like those changes are only going to happen if we keep losing. If we win games like today, you know, you're holding out probably hope or you're, we're not holding hope as fans, but as an ownership base, they're holding out hope that like, this is, this can be fixed and, and can be done with the people in place. So um, Josh Weinfuss asked Cliff Kingsbury after the game, was he concerned about his job security after the Cardinals fell to four and eight following Sunday's loss to the Chargers? His response, I am not. Very short and sweet. Uh, Cliff does not think problem. he'll be king. Maybe, maybe that's the problem. Maybe. You well, I mean, to- what is Cliff going to say? Like, is he going to yeah. say, yeah, I think you're going to fire me? Oh, he's, he's just, you know, I mean, he's sitting on that contract. Yeah, he just signed that new contract. Maybe he's sitting comfortable knowing that he has that new contract. And, you know, I feel like if you, you 
feel like your job, you're going to lose your job. You're going to work harder when, I mean, it just in, in any career in any job, right? So yeah. that he should be concerned about his job security for him to say that he's not, you know, either that, or he's just kind of throwing lines out there. Like he normally does, you know, at these press conferences that ultimately don't end up being true, you know, and a couple of examples from, uh, you know, the, the trade deadline, you know, was something going to happen? He has thrown that line out there. Oh yeah. Something's going to happen. I'd be shocked if something didn't happen. Well, that nothing happened there. You know, they did nothing ahead of the trade deadline. And, uh, there was another example that slipped my mind, but uh, I feel like he just kind of throws things out there, you know, in response to a question, whether it's truthful or not. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of his answers. I'm tired of, yeah, right. of uh, I could, I could be completely fine without hearing cliff in front of a microphone the rest of the season. Uh, but I mean, it's just the nature of the job. Um, so we're going to hear more from him, right? Like, it's just going to happen. Now, the one thing we talked about earlier this week was the Sean Payton Bowl and that the rumors tied to both these teams, uh, the Chargers and the Cardinals, was that Sean Payton is interested in the Chargers and the Cardinals jobs if they become available. Well, you got to think today helps the cause. If, if you're on that train of wanting Sean Payton, this helps the cause because the Cardinals lose, the Chargers win, and we were looking ahead earlier this week. The Chargers have some winnable games on their schedule. You look at the Cardinals' schedule, and we may be lucky to get one or two wins. I mean, we do play the Broncos and the Falcons, but both are road games. I know we play better on the road, but, yeah, I, I mean, the Broncos is going to be in cold weather. Um, Falcons do play in a dome, but I feel like we never play good in Atlanta. So, uh, yeah, you got to – you gotta if you want Sean Payton – you're not hoping for Cardinal wins and you just got to stomach your pride there a little bit. And, um, but I mean, overall though, I mean, looking at this game as a whole, you know, I mean, we kind of, you know, picked out a couple things there or a few things in this game, but I mean, as a whole, I mean, it felt, it felt okay. Right. I mean, you, you said, you know, your buddy, Eric, you know, going into the fourth quarter, he, he took off. Cause I mean, up until that point in the fourth quarter, you felt good about the team, right? <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> but it was also, I mean, he he said that with the reservation of that. I only know that this can only get worse. So, right. So, uh, right. I mean, and, and it did. So who, who do you pin the loss on at this point, Noby, and that it took, it, it took all the way to the end of the game for the Chargers to get that win, right? I mean, they went for the two-point conversion, you know, they went for the win instead of the tie, avoiding overtime and, and this and that, you know, it's... Um, but who do you uh, who do you blame the loss on? Did the defense fail us? Because um, I mean, the offense put points that, on the board. That's where people are going. Yeah, but they they had three opportunities where they go three and out and burn yeah. like no time off the clock. You put the defense on the field four times uh, in less than like five minutes. I, I mean, right. I, I mean, I sent something to you guys. It was three straight three and outs for the Cardinals offense. Total time taken off the clock on those drives was three minutes and thirty one seconds. Yeah, like. It's not much. So you put your defense on the field in under four minutes, yeah. four different times. What do you expect's going to happen? Like, so I, I mean, one thing all, that I, yeah. one thing I did hear on the on the post game interviews that the Cardinals do on my drive home, Kelvin Beecham, who's kind of been the the staple of the Cardinals' offensive line all season, like we were talking about earlier, they asked him about it, and he just said it wasn't smart football. And instantly, Paul Calvisi, who's asking him the questions, he kind of tries to dive a little deeper. And, and I think Kelvin Beecham caught himself and was like, 
you know, he kind of gave a BS like response to that after, but I mean, you're, I really think we're getting to this point where this team cliff is, is really started to lose them. And I, I think like we can pinpoint it to here. Like it probably happened a week ago uh, in the Mexico game. We did see some, some lackadaisical effort and some things like that. I think you're at the point this team is in, in give up mode and it's only going to get worse week after week and, and players are starting to voice it. And so, and that's the problem as a head coach, when you lose a team, it's over. So like, it just yeah. puts Michael Bidwell in a position where, dude, you got to make a move. I, I like at this point, I mean, you can keep Cliff till the end of the season if you want, but at this point, I mean, what, what but for? You, yeah. But I mean, do you, do you think that he did lose the team at this point? You think the, um, <clears throat> I mean, it feels like it. It feels like week after week as we see more come out. It just, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I don't, he's got, I, I don't think yeah. they're fighting for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the only reason I bring that up is because I mean, you don't see any, you haven't seen any, um, you know, heated arguments on the sideline when you're watching uh, the HBO hard knocks, it seems like they're all kind of on the same page. They haven't, you know, he hasn't lost them. That's the only reason I bring that up. You know, yeah, and, and he did arguments about four weeks ago. I mean, I toned down oh, yeah. when Colt when Colt became the starter, but yeah, when but I mean, when your million dollar man at quarterback gets under center, I mean, there's been fights. So, yeah. um, ah. <laughs> he's not concerned about his job security, like you said. You know, I mean, if if, he, if he, more... he's got to answer like that, he can't say, "Oh yeah, I'm worried, I'm going to get fired." You know what I mean? Like, well, why would obviously he... he's not going further into it. He's not going to keep like yeah. he's being very short. Which, which I can expect. I, like, he has to be worried. Like, that's just how it is. Like, yeah, he has to know what's be, Just be honest and transparent, you know? Just be like, yeah, we have not performed like we should have this season. And if they ultimately decide to go another way, I totally understand, you know? But, you know, I'm doing my best. We're going to try and pull this together. We're going to try and get some Ws to end the season. You know, let's be honest and transparent. It'll be a little, it'll be a little more respectable if he I, did. I would prefer him... Um, deflect the things that are going to make him look good in the sense of like, listen, it's been a tough season. We've had a lot of injuries. Like, I know it's not a good excuse, but at the end of the day, when you lose your entire offensive line and it's next man up, I, I yeah. mean, you're, we're doing what we can. We're fighting. We're battling. It was a close game today. We should have got the W. Like, there's there's things he could say to elaborate and deflect. He gives the short answer because at the end of the day, he is worried. He knows it's probably, he feels like it, he's got to feel it. The fact that everyone keeps asking him at that point, you got to feel like it's coming. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, yeah. You wouldn't be getting asked this over and over and over again if, if uh, it wasn't like a realistic thing. So yeah. it's the first time he's had to deal with this. This is his first head coaching job in the pros. So like, you know, uh, if he ever gets another head coaching job in the pros again, you know, maybe he'll handle this differently next time around, but yeah, live and learn. Oh. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he'll probably end up doing college for a little bit and then uh, come back and take what he learned. You know, I talked to someone yesterday and I, I literally asked this and I said, do you think, and I only asked this cause Matt rule just got, I think it was the Nebraska job and he was yeah. the coach in, mm -hmm. in Carolina. Right. Well, because he got that job, it basically offsets the money that Carolina owed to him so and my actually my uh my good buddy ryan brought this up to me yet the other day he goes hey with rule like this is something i didn't think about was what if cliff got a college coaching job because if he did then a lot of the money would be basically compensated by the new 
the new gig, right? Like if that's how we left versus getting, uh, and actually rule got fired. So it doesn't even matter. Like whether we fire cliff or whatever cliff gets a coaching job, then ultimately that would be the case. But then I asked someone in the sports media, what do you think about cliff going back to college? And they basically said with the context that he's established, um, with Sean McVay and the Rams and other people within the league, like they, they find it hard to believe that he would get a head coaching job in college. He'd probably, he wouldn't go down to deal with that again. He wouldn't go down all the things that go with college. He would probably stay in the pros and, and join someone as like an offensive coordinator uh-huh. uh, or, or join someone on their staff in the, in the pros. Like why not make a couple million dollars and, and just stay in the pros and not deal with the recruiting and, and things like that. So that was the one positive that in my mind I was thinking could happen. Like, yeah, you keep hearing these rumors about like Oklahoma or these different jobs that could open up um, that that maybe he could get and, and then all, that would offset some of the money. So maybe Michael Bidwell doesn't feel as bad about letting him go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he signed him with that big extension. Well, if he gets another job, well, then you're not eating all that cash. So, right. But from from people that are around the team, they don't think he'd be going back to college. Hmm. Um, Kyler Murray on all of his rush attempts, Tyler, I mean, what were your, um, you think a lot of those were called? Is that him just taking things into his own hands? Uh, is that frustration showing through? Well, I I mean, I mean, listen, he, he ran seven times for 56 yards, average eight yards a carry, got a touchdown on that one, that touchdown that he, that he had, um, he started from like 15 yards out. I sent you like a a Twitter screen cap of it. Like, (laughs) And he basically walked into the end zone. So, I mean, that's what makes Kyler Murray special. And and I I mean, that's a little bit of the difference between him and Colt McCoy in there. You know, Colt McCoy was being raved about for getting the ball out quickly uh, in his two games. Now it worked the first game against the Rams and it didn't work so much against the Niners. Uh, But with Kyler, you don't want him almost to get the ball out quick because you want him to be able to make plays with his legs when all things, you know, go to hell. So, I get what you're asking is like, you know, was it designed or not? I, I mean, I don't know on the, on the seven. It's really hard to tell in that. I mean, there's, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say, you know, out of seven, maybe half were designed and the other half were yeah. him on the go. And, but that's, that's what you're going to get with him. I mean, again, that's what makes him special. Would I like to see better design runs? Like I see with like a Lamar Jackson or a Jalen hurts. Yeah. I mean, there's all these great runs, like these sweep runs that they do that I get they're bigger than Kyler, but, send a blocker, have him run around the edge. Like he's quick. Like I, I don't yeah. get why we don't do it. I don't get why we don't do the boots. I don't get, you saw Kyler under center a little bit more today, which was nice. But again, there was that fourth and one we talked about run a QB sneak, do something like that. They yeah. don't do it. it. It's, it's weird play calling. And, and, I, and the one thing that I don't think we'll ever get the answer to, I mean, we'll get the answer when a new coach comes in uh, if that happens, but, prior to that like we're not getting the answer why doesn't kyler do these things is it because cliff doesn't prefer to do it with kyler because he doesn't trust it does kyler not like it and he's superseding cliff like we're gonna find out if cliff gets let go and they bring in let's say a sean payton and then he starts running the boot plays and the, the the different you know all the you know being under center more running qb sneaks things like that like we're we're gonna find out real quick uh at that point what what the reality is but it would be good to know like the decisions you know like yeah like when they build the plays and the game plan for each game you know 
you know what? what oh, who's uh, got the puppet strings, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Who's, because is it the coach or is it Kyler? I mean, which one is it? Like, and, like and the fact that we don't know four years into this is a little weird. Well, but. no, I understand that. But like with Colt McCoy, you know, AJ Green was being targeted the two games that Colt McCoy filled in. You know, but he doesn't get targeted at all when Kyler Murray's there. You know, so is that part of the game plan? that Kyler does not target AJ green, but Colt McCoy did, you know, or is that just based on each individual quarterbacks view of the field, you know, and Kyler being as short as he is, you know, and Colt's a little taller, you know, does that play into it? Do you see that graphic that they shared about being the shortest uh, QB in the league? You're in the, weren't you in the stands or where were you? Uh, I saw it on Twitter and so oh, okay. I instantly ran with it. But yeah, Herbert being the tallest, and they put a yeah. side by side, man, they, oh, they really did him dirty on that. Yeah. Well, yeah. they said Kyler was 5'10, and I, I'm telling you, I stood next to the guy. I don't think he's 5'10. I think he's like 5'11, six foot. Like I, oh. I'm 6'1, and he wasn't taller than me, but he was close. I mean, we were close to the same height. So okay. I mean, I don't know. But uh, I think I think that was for more effect than anything. Um, your, your boy AJ Green, you know, you're, you're a huge fan of his, you know. But I mean, yeah, what, what, he had two targets, one reception for five yards. Um, he had another one where they threw to him and it got broken up. That was that was the second target. But um, I mean, is that part of the game plan, or is that no, Kyler I think Kyler's decisions? I think Kyler's lost all trust in AJ Green, so he won't throw to okay. him. Uh, I mean, you see, you just see it in the targets, right? Like. Ultimately, it's Kyler's decision where the ball's going, like what he's seeing on the field. I know they're going to say, hey, your hot route is, you know, your your primary target on this one should be this person or that person or whatever. But Kyler's right. going to throw it wherever he thinks the the open guy is. So, you know, he's multiple reads. Um, but we look at the targets today. Hopkins, six for four receptions, uh, 87 yards and a touchdown. His longest was 33 yards. Uh, Hollywood Brown, eight targets, six receptions, 46 yards. So, I mean, 14 targets to Hopkins and Hollywood Brown alone. When we look at the rest of the team, James Conner, three, Robbie Anderson, three, Clement, one, Baselia, one, Adrian Green, two, and McBride, three. So that's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 13. So Hopkins and Brown total 14. The rest of the team, they had targets 13. So, I mean, Kyler, uh, that's the one thing that I wish he was better at is spreading the ball around and getting it to multiple guys and like making them involved. Because when I looked at when the team's been good, Kurt Warner, Carson Palmer, you look at those years where they're really good. You'll see that guys will have, you know, there'll be five or six guys with four or five catches. plus. Yeah. I, I think that is part of the problem with this offense is Kyler can only trust one or two guys and he only can get it to those two guys. I, I mean, you can't tell me that none of these guys have talent to catch balls and you can't spread it around, especially when you have Hopkins and Brown out there and you know, they're going to be covered like crazy. Yeah. Like there's gotta be guys that are gonna have open, you know, opportunities. Now Trey McBride dropped a couple of like crucial catches that, yeah. you know, you'd expect for that guy to catch, but also I still stand by like, I get it. You gotta you gotta perform when your numbers called, but the guy and I don't want to make an excuse because he was a player we partnered up with at Burgeoning Travel this year, but I will say like, I just feel like it's got to be a really hard thing to come into a game, and like get one look or two looks a game, like just randomly get thrown the ball like forty minutes in or thirty minutes in or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I just no, yeah, it does. It would be kind of tough, you know. I mean, we don't have you know how many 
snaps they were in for, you know, uh, this game. But I mean, it's got to be tough when you're running all those routes, you know, mm-hmm. and and then finally it comes to you and it may not be your best route of the day, but you know, it, it's tough. And then you drop the ball and they don't, they're not, you'll, you'll lose quarterbacks trust in you, you know, so then he's going to go somewhere yeah, else you're screwed. running your routes, hoping and hoping, but, but, but because you dropped that ball uh, 10 plays ago, they're not going to come to you. It sucks. <laughs>